0: And welcome to Fraud uh, Busting Neofraus podcast. It is the only podcast for female fraud professionals and their allies who want to stay on top of the fraud awareness spectrum in order to thrive professionally while maximizing their happiness and having the courage to create the life they love. Thank you for listening. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this new episode of the Fraud-Busting New France Podcast. I'm Olga, and I'll be your host today. We have a special guest uh, for this episode. This is Dailene Higgins and... uh, she'll be um, expanding on the topic of uh, management of personal finances and the importance of doing so. Uh, But before uh, we jump into our conversation, I'd like to give uh, Daylene a quick
1: um, moment to introduce herself. Yes, thank you Olga, I appreciate it. I am Daylene Higgins with Elevate Finances and I am a financial coach. And I, like you said, I help people manage their personal finances and my, so the focus really is the day-to-day money. And then obviously I financial planner will help them with their long-term investing, but it's so important to make sure that we have a handle of our day-to-day so that we can create those streams of income to go to futures. So Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, well, thanks so much, uh, Dailene, for this uh, quick introduction. Uh, it's uh, definitely a very interesting and um, a very important topic also uh, for anyone, I, I would say. Um, so having said that, uh, could you please uh, tell us a little bit more about your story and uh, about uh, what exactly are you doing in order to help others?
1: Yes, yes. So a year ago, I retired after 32 years, it, at the age of 50. So having reached my financial dream, I wanted to help others reach their financial dream. And you know, not everybody has that dream to retire young or early. Um, so it can be whatever. Yeah. It's just, it was so exciting, and such a huge accomplishment and a feeling that I want others to feel that same way. And I recognized at about the age of 35 that I did have that option to retire early if I had all my ducks in a row, because at the time of retirement, I took a 40% cut in pay. So that was, you know, I was able to um, retire with a pension. So living on 60% of what I was making. And so I just got really focused and taught myself a lot about personal finances, which you know, basically, how to budget better, how to save more, how to cut expenses that aren't serving me. Right? We talk about. Um, I don't know if you've heard of the latte factor, which is neither here nor there. But people are like, you can't get rich if you have a latte every day. Well, that's my not my philosophy, but I do believe we need to get focused on number one, what we value, and number two, what we enjoy. So when I work with clients, I always start at that point, I always help them um, get focused on what they're earning, you know, what they're spending. And then if those don't match up, if they're, you know, in the negative or whatever, we start talking about what is it that you absolutely love to spend your money on? Because I believe we should all have one frivolous expense, you know, within reason as far as the cost. Yeah. And, you know, we include that so that you can enjoy number one, your money that you worked so hard for. And then number two, so all of the bills are being paid. And then you can work yourself to those goals that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people get so focused on our, you know, we're, we're budgeting from paycheck to paycheck, yeah. or month to month that we don't ever think about, you know, six months from now, five years from now, you know, and, and further and beyond. So I think it's, you know, very important to start dreaming with your money. Mm -hmm. And I like to, you know, have people think of when you were a child, or if you have a child, you've experienced that, or even a niece or a nephew, right? Mm -hmm. How they come up to you and they're like, I'm going to do this. And sometimes it seems so far fetched. Mm -hmm. It's their imagination taking hold. And I believe we need to do that more with our money. Mm -hmm. So that then we can really dream what we want to do and get focused on where we're going instead of just, I think a lot of people are just existing, making money to pay the bills and creating more bills, but they're not, you know, going, all right, this is what I am striving for, you know, and all of those things. So I love helping individuals really get focused, really, you know, going deep within themselves as to. What do you want? What makes you happy? What do you see yourself, you know, at the age of 80? And let's start there and work our way back to enjoyment, especially if you have little kids, you know, you're not, you're going to want to have experiences with them. You know, and a lot of people they're like, okay, my kids are in high school, and we haven't gone on a family vacation. And so I've got to hurry and make one and, you know, afford it. And it's like, okay, why is the rush? Why didn't you think about this when they were you know, three, four, five, so you could plan and things happen. I understand that, but I love helping people get really focused. And I believe budgeting is very powerful mm-hmm. and it's not restrictive that it creates the power within us to do whatever we want. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh one of the things, um perhaps uh, part of this uh, personal financial Uh, strategy is um, having a security, uh, you know, saving uh, because life is unpredictable. Um, I know we can always have insurances here and there, but um, it's not a bad idea to also have security savings, right?
1: Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Being able to rely. I had a very expensive May, I had medical expenses and car repairs that cost me almost Mm $10,000. But I had the savings, And so you know, being prepared. Granted, it's not something I want to spend my money on nobody does, right. But having it there, having that ready and just go like, okay, it's not putting me further in debt. It's not taking away from my goals, you know, I'm able to fill that bucket prior to having those things happen. So yeah, very important.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, let me ask you uh, one more question uh, regarding um, any possible advice um, of let's say personal financial strategy for women and people in general out there what what kind of uh, strategic you know planning or advice could you could you provide to the audience?
1: Yes. Yes. So, you know, and mostly women are managing the finances in the household. You know, I I think the number was like 80% of women Mm -hmm. are tasked with the day to day expenses. And so being able to become an expert at that at the level of expert for you, right, we all are at different levels and stuff. But for women, we can learn we're smart, we're intelligent. Um, I know we're busy, but we can take a moment to determine where we need to make a focus on So number one, increase your financial knowledge, whether you're listening to podcasts or, you know, reading blogs or reading books or, you know, whatever it is that medium that you can consume even in small doses, right? So that you can increase your, um, your financial literacy. And then on that, you can take that and educate your children. So the second piece of advice I give is to, Talk with your children about money.
0: Uh, so Sorry, uh, I had to let
1: my dog <laughs> outside. That's fine. That's fine. So the second piece of advice I would give is to talk to your kids about money start teaching them about money so that they have, you know, a one leg up as opposed to you. I know a lot of women have grown up with that, that money was bad. Money was evil. So they don't want to have their kids have that same feeling. Um, Well, you can change the dialogue there and just speak about money, not how it makes us feel, you know, not that we don't have money. My mom was so good at it. She would say, um, we're going to have to wait to get that later. Or, you know, this is our priority with money right now. And we'll put that on the list. She never said we don't have money because if you do say that to children, then they start to worry because they don't understand that full concept. Right. Yeah. So, but shutting down and not talking about money with your kids, then they get to the age of 18 and they're like, what is this money thing? You know, I was fortunate to, um, coach my very first 14 year old and 16 year old. Uh And I asked them both. So they were a brother and a sister, but I did it individually. And I asked them the question of where does money come from? So the 16 year old, he went to the fact that it comes from the mint. And I'm like, well, yes, it does. But how do you get the money? You know, and he's like, well, I work for it. And the 14 year old, she's like, uh, and I think she was ready to say mom and dad. And so, you know, really educating our children about, working for money and whatever that style of working look like looks like is important, but that, um, if you want more money, you don't have to work harder, but you need to work smarter. And so I think that all goes hand in hand. So I hope that helps your listeners and Mm -hmm. they give them an action step.
0: Yeah, absolutely wonderful advice. Um, th- thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I also hope that uh people would uh benefit from uh your advice and you know get a better idea about the financial uh management, the personal finan- financial management, and not only that, but also helping children, uh, you know their children and yes. any yeah. uh, anyone around in you know, around them yeah yeah uh all right well thank you so much for for being this uh, wonderful guest uh today um and uh thanks everyone for uh listening stay
1: healthy and happy